Hey guys, it's Emma. Darren and I just wanted to apologize in advance for this week's audio. Next week, we will remember to turn on our microphones. Regardless, we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Right? Yeah, WWDD. What would Darren do? What would Darren do? What? Welcome to Cue the Mic, episode 14. Welcome to Cue the Mic. I was just growing with Emma. You know, once again, she, if you listened to us before, she has struggles with the intro. I do. And she's, but someday. Someday it'll get easier. Someday it'll get easier. And it probably doesn't help that I make fun of her every time that she all of a sudden tries to psych herself up to start a new episode. And uh, it's fine. If I'm by myself, I'm, I do just fine. Again, the Lucas. And I'm coming said, with a, another glorious background here. With her it looks just like uh, mine. For use on YouTube, uh, plain walls. You know, mm-hmm. One of these days, we're going to have to to work on that. But in the meantime, we're just going to sit in the corporate office, boring conference room, mm-hmm. and talk about and talk about business. Get you some wallpaper or something yeah. fun. Not sure Sherry's gonna allow that. She's <laughs> she's kind of a this is this is like Sherry's thing, plain walls. This I respect that. Jam. This is her jam. I'm mm-hmm. just lucky enough that she let me borrow her the conference, conference room. Today. Yeah. Right. Yeah, not in the kitchen. Well, I was gonna go home. You know, I actually mm-hmm. went home. Um this early? for lunch. I was craving so you had lunch? Yeah, I never eat lunch, but so yeah. last night last night I I was I have a friend up in Wisconsin where this mm-hmm. competition he keeps talking about is teriyaki meatballs mm-hmm. that he sells on his food truck. And Tim Tim Shop, Tim's full belly deli, a lot of listeners mm-hmm. know him. You know, uh, Tim's the godfather of Wisconsin barbecue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he has a specialty item that he sells on his food truck. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a teriyaki meatball. So and I won't give his whole recipe out, but it's it's pretty much you're taking pre-made meat, beef meatballs, mm-hmm. soaking them in teriyaki and pineapple, cooking them off, covering them with teriyaki, some sesame seeds and green onions, and serving them on top of fried rice. Oh, yeah. And, and he only makes like 15 or 20 a day, but he sells them out every day. And he had me thinking yeah. about teriyaki meatballs. Well, of course... I have to do things the hard way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's true. I, went, I went home last night. I had some uh, pork trimmings that I needed to grind up, and I'm just wondering what I was going to do. So, where Tim uses a beef meatball, I'm like, I'm just going to make mine with a pork meatball. So, I did my normal, watch mm-hmm. the internet, read 10 recipes about teriyaki meatballs, find like things, and come up with my own recipe. Mm-hmm. So, I blended together this recipe, made these meatballs. Um, made, made them all up, baked them off, made this homemade teriyaki sauce, made rice. And then it's always like, and then I'm adjusting it as I go. didn't have enough. I, to me, it needed a little bit of heat, but Sherry was there. So I couldn't have a lot of heat. Right. And so I tried to add a little heat into it, which worked. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it worked. I pulled it off and 
So then the moment of truth, you sit down to dinner and had her eat the meatball when she was in the other room because I wanted to test it to make sure it was something she'd eat or I didn't have to go make her a hamburger or whatever. <laughs> and it was really good. And I'm like, hey, let's let's try this. Why don't you try this? So she tried it. And she's like, she just loved it. And she's like, you got to put this in the weekly rotation. Really? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't touch like, the weekly rotation I mean, you, often. Well, we don't, we don't have much rotation, but yeah. we always forget. We have great items to cook. And this was a, right. you know, this was a skill level four mm-hmm. out of 10, maybe. But I, I love stuff with a little bit of skill level mm-hmm. um, to them, especially when everything was made from scratch. There was nothing, mm-hmm. everything was made from scratch. The meatballs were made from scratch and the sauce was all made from scratch. And, I'm getting pretty good at being a rice cooker. I'm I'm the Instapot rice king. And so, you know, I've learned my buddy, Justin McGlon, you know, mm-hmm. he taught me that, you know, you got to wash your rice. You got to wash it really, really good. And just massage it and wash it and get all that starch off of there. Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. You're thinking about a Chinese massage parlor, weren't you? When you're thinking about rice. What? No. That was on my TikTok feed too. Massage parlor. What the heck? I'm, I'm massages. Where did that just go? Anyway, back in. Reel it back in, Derek. Reel it back in. Anyway, um, so we're doing this. So I'm, uh, this rice, you know, you got to do it, and then yeah. you got to fr- you got to fry it in oil oh. to get it mm-hmm. dried out. So you put the old saute button on. You start frying it in this. I put it in a grapeseed oil, mm-hmm. one of my favorites, and. You know, kind of cooking this rice till it really started to smell kind of like popcorn a little bit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't turning brown, but it was drying out. And then just add the water in and, you know, three minutes on, naturally, 10 minute natural release, and it's perfect every time. And I mean, this this rice was killer good, especially with the teriyaki sauce. And, you know, so I gout, you know, gorged myself full of that last night. And then today I'm sitting there this morning, I normally don't eat lunch. But all yeah. I could think about was that damn leftover meatball with rice in my refrigerator. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to call an early day and go home. And then I remembered it's grandkid day and grandkids will be over. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat lunch and I'm out of here. I'm going back <laughs> to the office. Right. Um, you know, because, yeah, they're fun to be with, but not all afternoon, I'm guessing. And maybe they will be, but um so, you know, it's just, and the meatball, today I'm critiquing it, you know, and I'm going, mm-hmm. okay, maybe just a little too sweet, maybe a little bit more hoisin sauce, mm-hmm. a little more ginger. Yeah. Trying to tweak, but overall, very successful. Now I'm sitting there going, can we do this at the Ordinary Chicken, but make an all ground chicken meatball? Hmm. And just, Not the restaurant I thought you would throw up. Yeah. Um, no, with, with Smokey D's, I'm, I'm on a gizzard mission, I think. I you were on a gizzard miss, mission for the, at the owner chicken for a while. Yeah, I know, but they, they, they fight me there. They fight me about having gizzards, so they won't fight me at Smokey D's. Nobody ever fights me at Smokey D's, so huh. I, I'm going to guess I'm going to perfect gizzards because gizzards is, you know, it's not really a DoorDash delivery type food. No. But, but it's a... It's a farmer and hardworking construction guy, yeah. especially at, at half yeah. hours. That's most of our argument anyway, at the owner chicken. Right. So, so I think I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to uh, 
work on this gizzard recipe and maybe start handing out free gizzards at happy hour just to kind of test her see out. What happens, see, oh. see some feedback and whatever. So that'd be fun. It's kind of, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Wow. Pretty interesting. That does sound good. And I could probably yeah. eat it. Which and you could probably eat it. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing for me lately. Um, is what I can and can't eat. I hate that. It's part of the gig. I 20 know. pounds. Lost 20, 20 pounds, pounds as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, think I, found about, I think I found about five of them for you. <laughs> From this you weekend? Lost, Party too hard? Ah, oh, jeez. These guys at these competitions, they're just... They're, they're younger just, than you? They're just not good for your liver. That checks out. Yeah, not, uh, I've been kind of on the not really drinking much and whatever. Me too. Yeah, well, that didn't. <laughs> that didn't. We did have a nice little, we were up in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, cooking mm-hmm. this barbecue contest, and Sherry and I were looking for a place Thursday night, and local dive, mm-hmm. and we found a, we found a restaurant, Pete's, Pete's Garage Bar, and, and it was a just a dive bar, and they were yeah. just, they were rude. They were, you know, they were like, hey, if you, want, if you want to order, I mean, they had an instruction book uh, how to act on the table. And it was like, hey, if you want food, we're not coming to take your order. Come up to the bar and give us your order. And when your food's ready, we're going to yell at you. And if you don't pay attention, we're going to scream at you. And if you're not paying attention, we're going to start throwing coasters at you till you come get your food. And just... It, I kind of like that. And, and all these guys were just rude as could be. And we're sitting there watching. They, they had a little 24-inch flat-top grill. Mm-hmm. They're cooking burgers on. The burgers were really good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm like, I'm talking to the guy that's cooking. He's kind of seems like he's the manager. He's not the owner. But, and sitting there talking to him, he goes, yeah, we cook about 1,000 burgers a week on this little 24-inch grill. That's a and so they do pretty much burgers. They put a chicken sandwich, a, a chicken mm-hmm. breast, they take a frozen chicken breast, throw it on the grill and start steaming it. And then they mm-hmm. have this prime rib that's already cooked and mm-hmm. they slice it like a half inch thick and they just throw that on the grill, put Worcestershire sauce on it. And then they put like onion, salt, garlic, salt, whatever, the same stuff they put on a burger. Yeah. And they grill it on both sides till it's warm. Then they cut it in half and put it on a bun. And here you go, throw it at you. So good. I, I mean, I'm not a prime rib guy, but it looked. Oh, I love prime rib. It looked amazing, and and one of the guys that's sitting next to us, he comes up and he goes, "Hey, I need to get an order to go for my girlfriend. What do you want?" She says, "Well, I want a, I want a prime rib sandwich, but she wants barbecue sauce on it." And the bartender, without even thinking, he looks at him and goes, "Dude, get out of this relationship. <laughs> you have nope. to get out of this relationship yeah. right now. You cannot red be flag." Long term with somebody that puts barbecue sauce on the prayer room. Red flag. And, uh, it was just it was funny, but anyway, overall it was it was a good contest. Got a yeah. big second second win in a row. Yeah, we're on a hot streak. Uh, I don't think streaks start until three. Oh, way to burst my bubble! Huh? Well, I'm sorry. I'm just motivation for the next one. Oh yeah. 
Well, you know, I mean, when you only cook about once every three weeks now, it's kind of... Yeah, you really cut back. But this was a great venue. I mean, we're Mm -hmm. in in Brighton, we're in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. a place called Brighton Acres, and it's a wedding venue. Oh, and so fun. they had this they had this old time bar that they have mm-hmm. wedding rehearsals and stuff in. And then they have a newer building that had this kick ass bar mm-hmm. uh, in it. And then they had a whole um whole big area for huge wedding thing, whatever. But they just got done hosting the national volleyball tournament the week before. And they had like three hundred and twenty mm-hmm. volleyball courts set up. Uh, 1,200 1200 teams and 8,000 participants. Uh, Yeah, I think I actually know somebody or two people that were playing in that. And and it was just nuts. And and Adam and his wife, Adam's just just a great guy. And Mm -hmm. he owns the thing. And Courtney, his event organizer and whatever. I Mm -hmm. mean, just just amazing people. First year contest, only had 18, 19 teams. But mm-hmm. man, it was they they could take on five hundred teams. I mean, they were it was just machine. Yeah, I mean they had they were a little disappointed. They had a bunch of activities set up for Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a still the chainsaw company had brought out this whole logging competition. You mm-hmm. know where they climb the pole and where they yeah you know fast they can slice stuff by hand and whatever. They had a whole competition set up that way with a truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did that three shows. They on Saturday night they had a hot air balloon. The wind was blowing wrong, so they couldn't actually launch the balloons. But they had a glow. Mm-hmm. Actually, both nights they had a glow. And then mm-hmm. uh, just all food trucks, craft fair, all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Really, really great. So we're looking forward to going to that one next year, and hopefully they carry on. And I imagine he probably much lost his ass there, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you have to do that the first couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. First place. First place. So, yeah. yeah. So we pulled out. Sherry, Sherry called it. She uh, she loved our chicken. I thought it was mm-hmm. okay. Get first place in chicken. Uh, ribs, I thought were pretty decent. We get second place in ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, pork, we thought was good. Fourth place in pork and and uh, brisket was, brisket was a challenge. Yeah. So. Everybody thinks because I'm sponsored by Snake River Farms that they, you know, have a full-time person that goes out in the plant and specifically looks for the genetics and marbling and thickness of every brisket I want. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here to tell you, I usually get the crap, <laughs> you know, and everybody yeah. wants to complain about their briskets. I'm like, are you kidding me? I never get one that good. Oh, you're lying to me. No. And I just had this conversation with Anella at Snake River today. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody thinks that I get all this great briskets, but in fact, the matter is, I just work on cooking it. I think it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. So my brisket was, I mean, literally you want a, a competition brisket to be inch and a half thick, let's say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're only an inch and a quarter and sometimes they're two inches thick. Mine was a little over a half inch thick, five eighths inch. I'm like, hmm. it had more fat on it than, than meat. and. People are looking at that going, and I'm showing it around. I'm going, right. I'm, yeah, you're trying to prove I'm, a point. I'm cooking this thing. I can cook anything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're not cooking that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm cooking this. No, there's no way. And I'm like, nope, I'm cooking it. You know, and so mm-hmm. we cooked it, win our table, get fifth in brisket. 
And and I was like, it's real easy. You just got to cook a good brisket. But if it's not mm-hmm. very, if it's not very thick, mm-hmm. then you have to like cook it a little bit more so you can slice it really thick. So when the judge picks it up, they feel like they're getting a whole portion. So you can oh, take a big, you can take a big brisket mm-hmm. and slice it somewhat thin, and they feel like they're getting a whole portion. Well, I was only able to fit six slices of brisket in the box. It was so thick. I mean, I sliced it well over half inch thick. Hmm. And it worked. It worked. And yeah, it, was it, a, it was a decent brisket. There just wasn't a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it led us off to the you know grand champion. And I thought, you know, wow, that's two grand champions. I got at least a chance at the jack, right? I got two draws for the jack. Well, then I turned in my paperwork for the jack and I sent a message to verify and the guy was like what are you talking about too you have four entries i'm like four she's like yeah you got two wins last august that still qualify for this year's jack because the august 1st is the day uh-huh. so it's august 1st to july 31st and from a qualifying period and i said well hell i had four if you get seven it's an automatic which i can't do because what a birthday party this weekend so i can't even make a run at getting it done right which, odds were, but I told her, I said, wow, if I would have known I had four, I probably would have tried. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> about right. At least tried harder or maybe cooked a little. Yeah, maybe gone to a competition or two. Once every three weeks. And so I think this was probably competition number seven of the year. Yeah. You're slacking this country. this season. I'm really slacking. But once again, the, the two rub, two sauce combo paid off. Across the board, the streak continues. That, yeah, that one. That's a streak. Yeah. But, but you know, it's all about a great time, great mm-hmm. contest. Uh, I think we're, great. we're we're off this weekend. Got the granddaughter's mm-hmm. first birthday. So, yeah. Now I'm trying to work on the menu about what I'm serving for brunch. What? Um, yeah, brunch. You heard me say it. Brunch. This is the first time his marketing manager has heard anything about a brunch. For for Henley's oh. birthday party. Oh, you made it sound like it was for the menu, as in our menu. No, Christ. I've caught on now. I was going to say, so, what? We so could we're reopen brunch, soon. We're then. having brunch, so I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I've got this, I've got this idea that I'm going to, well, so I do have a waffle idea. Yeah, I love waffles. But I'm gonna, but but I want to take a piece of a chicken tender, stuff it inside a king's Hawaiian roll, mm-hmm. dip it in waffle batter, and put it in the waffle iron and cook it. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out okay. if I'm going to use the Hawaiian bun, or if I'm just going to do the fried chicken dipped in waffle batter and smushed. I think the bun will help protect it. The breading on there, and the breading won't just come up. Yeah, hmm. and it's a flour. So we're did we're somebody like inspire that recipe, or did you just think of that? I, no, I saw somebody took. I, I saw somebody did the same. Thing. That's kind of wild. I saw somebody do something. I don't know. Maybe Haley or somebody showed me on TikTok mm-hmm. or one of these things. But of somebody taking just a bun and doing that, I'm like, well, why would you just have a bun inside a waffle? Why would you put some chicken? Yeah, why would you? Why would you just have a bun inside a waffle? I don't know. It, it seemed weird to me, but it kind of said, hey, let's put some chicken in the center of this. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't even have a waffle iron, but I'm going to have to. So maybe you are testing just for our menus. Well, and I put them, so I'm going to put them on sticks, right? Oh, dangerous game. Of course, it's a flower. Mm -hmm. It's a, 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 what do you call it? A flower theme. Yeah. So I got to make this little pie crust. Mm Mm-hmm. Where you cut out with a flour and you put in the middle of a mini cheesesteak pan, and then we're going to fill it full of this like homemade blueberry filling mm-hmm. and homemade strawberry filling and just, mm. I don't know. Edible arrangements? Yeah, kind of not really, but kind of. But yeah, I don't need something that's on a stick anymore. And then I think we're going to attempt to make uh, the old luscious loins breakfast sandwich. One of, one of the teams on the barbecue. Oh, I was going to say. Luscious loins. They take, uh, his girlfriend takes eggs and cooks them in a sheet pan, mm-hmm. Cooks takes sausage, spicy sausage, cooks it in a sheet pan, mm-hmm. cools it all down, puts King's Hawaiian rolls, layers it all up with some pepper jack cheese, I think, puts it in there, and when they put it in the oven to reheat it, they drizzle it with maple syrup and butter. Yeah, and that. It's this nice, sweet, spicy sandwich. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's I'm probably going to have bacon ones and sausage ones. And I don't know. Right. I got the rest yeah. of the week to deal with that. But. <laughs> that does sound like a good menu. But, uh, you know, Haley's, it's, I got to think of things because otherwise, Haley's, my daughter, is mm-hmm. all over Pinterest trying to figure out extreme things to make. And, don't you love but, that? It's inspiration. A little bit of inspiration, but sometimes it's just a matter of just just need yeah. to feed food. You know, all these people that are coming, they yeah. can throw out burnt ends and they go, oh, sweet. Wheat. Right. But every time when I throw out all this funky food, they're like, where's the burnt ends? Why do I have yeah. I get, at family events, I still am like, where's the barbecue? I'm like, I don't, I don't know, guys. Yeah, I don't like barbecue. I just, I just work there. I don't bring it everywhere. That just worked there. Yeah. So anyway, we overcame adversity in yeah. the contest. And we ruled just, out. Nice nice little payday too. I mean it was beautiful contest. Sherry I, I think I think Sherry is remotivated about competition barbecue. She calls me this morning and says, Hey, where are we going next? What are we doing? And I'm like I thought you were kind of like three quarters away out the door on this sport. Yeah. And she was just like all about it. She was, she was like, well, I I know we're doing this and this week and this week. And what about this week? I'm like, why are you so interested in this anymore? Well, I don't know. You know, the Jack Strong's coming up and just kind of get you back in the mood. Yeah. Okay. 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 Not quite there yet, but it's fine. I mean, she's going to want it. I mean, she she doesn't listen, so I can stay stuff like this. But it means she's it means she's gonna want to go along more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you have a car Which is fine. She's yeah, yeah. We drove all the way back from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. She read a book and slept. We never turned on the radio, and I'm not sure. I think she, maybe she once said, "Hey, can we stop and pee?" That's the only thing I heard out of her mouth in six hours. That's. Such a long time. They're all that probably kind of nice. That was great. Probably kind of nice. Yeah. Overcoming adversity. Um, 
Uh, I actually thought that that's kind of what we could talk about today because um, I really found, if you guys listened to last week's episode, we talked about that California law, the Proposition 12, and that was my favorite part of the whole episode, despite you admitting to be a secret Swifty. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see, I see you made that the headliner. I thought it would... I thought it would go further on TikTok because Taylor Swift's all the rave. Twyford's the only one that said anything. Surprise, surprise. But, uh, yeah. He wants to be in the podcast business, by the way. He, he, he wants... He's he, a natural. He was, he was coming, hey, hey, I got an idea. Let's do another podcast. Oh, my God. So I said, well, you're going to have to get a little better quality camera and some better quality internet at home. Because and he's a still microphone. Running on two, he's still running on 256K. Actually, he so, might not anyway. even need a microphone because he talks so loud. Yeah, um, anyway, he'll, he'll be. Uh, we'll, we might. We'll have him back. We'll have him too. back probably. Oh yeah. 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 Um, it's fine. But anyway, proposition. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought that was the most interesting part uh, for me, just because I feel like I learned a lot from it. Because um, it's something that seems really small, like it had such a major impact. Because. I mean, California is a big state, but like it was a law for one state and it affected the entire country kind of thing in a right. sense. So um, I thought it'd be interesting to kind of, you know, talk more about those sort of hardships and stuff, because obviously we're just coming out of COVID within the last years, whatever. And that was a crazy time for so many people and a lot of businesses failed and stuff. And like kind of how you and Sherry and like Smoky D's as a company kind of pushed through that um, and things like that. Because being in the business this long, competition and restaurant, there's definitely probably been a lot. And you guys don't quit, you know. So I thought it'd be well, interesting to get more yeah, insight. There's a, there's a lot, by the way. You know, COVID mm-hmm. only lasted three months. I didn't know that. It just we're just coming out of it. It's 2023, Emma. It lasted technically th- almost three years. I said last year. It only in the news. Only okay. The news. Well, I'm also. I also listen to the news. <laughs> I listen to our president sometimes. You do. I said sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just again an age gap situation. It's an age gap. Yeah. And you guys don't have to believe it, but I did. Now sometimes it's a gender <laughs> gen- gap, really. But. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Man, all the callbacks to episode one we've had in the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But, but but you're right. I mean, life is full of those. And oh, so, yeah. You know, and, I, and I talk to a lot of people. I talked to a lot of people this week. It's amazing mm-hmm. how many. And once again, I thought my mom and your mom were the only ones listening to this thing. I knew and, they weren't. My and, grandma listened but, too, so I knew there's more oh, than just those two. Hi, grandma. Anyway, <laughs> it, but it's just, it, it's crazy that people are like, I can't believe you just gave me that tip. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of one of the guys this past weekend, he goes, I never would have thought about putting burn ins at the end of the table. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just, it's little things. And, and that's why it's like, okay, what's, what's more content? Because yeah. we want more content. We want to teach. I'm like, okay, what well, haven't we taught them yet? Emma's right. got a homework assignment that she's supposed to be working on. She probably forgot that kind of lists kind of the bullet points off of every podcast from a oh. high level view so that we can make sure we're not duplicating stuff. Remember that homework yeah. assignment? 
I didn't know you wanted a copy. I just well, yeah. I got them all locked up. I tell you if well, we talk about it or not. Well, if, if they're locked, so, yeah, but I think it's easier for me to see it. Fair enough. All right, I know. But, but, but anyway, Write it down. it's just about thing. And, and so one of the biggest lessons that you can learn, whether it's in competition or whether it's business, is how do you deal with adversity? Because adversity is there every single day. Mm-hmm. And if you let adversity yeah. bother you, then I'm telling you, don't even attempt it. Right. Don't even attempt it. Because, uh, for instance, you know, let's talk about competition barbecue for a little bit. Yeah. So that's one of, I love when shit goes wrong. Right. And people yeah, are like, you're one oh. of the like, no. I said, I, exactly. I love mm-hmm. when shit goes wrong. I love when it's 10 minutes till turn in, my chicken still needs 20 degrees. I love when my fire goes out and how do you deal with it? Because to me, we've been doing it so long that everything else is kind of boring that I like when shit goes wrong because I like to have a problem to solve. That's when you know you're mentally stable and and you don't have anxiety. Is that what, is that mentally stable? Is that what they call that? I think a little bit. I mean, that would have me, I would probably give myself a heart attack. Because I get so stressed, well, but I'm also an anxious person. I know, I know, I know, and, and and that's true a lot with a lot of people, and especially I think your generation. Oh yeah, that they get that they get so stressed, and I'm like, what are you getting stressed for? Right. So so let's I'm take for take away your birthday. Let, let's take well, that's right, but and I say that for a reason. Yeah. So let's take that for answer. So you okay. so you're talking this weekend. You're talking about post Malone. She goes to the Post Malone conference that I can't believe she went to this concert because Mm -hmm. I denied her time off request. I got got approved by the higher ups. She got approved. But but, so you said you got stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in St. Louis on a Friday night, they had severe thunderstorms almost all day. Um, We're in Maryland Heights and we get to the venue and we're watching storms like go right by us. Right. Um, And then by about the end of the concert, it just starts absolutely downpouring, like unreal amount of rain. (laughs) Felt like I was in a tsunami and there's thunder, lightning, all this stuff. Right. And he's like, hey, I'm going to do this one song and then we got to go. And so he finishes, you know, the concert to the best of his abilities. I got three songs cut. I was only a little sad about it. Um, But then we had to sprint back to the car. It's like there was hundreds and hundreds of people at this concert, probably even thousands. Um, and you're in the middle of this rainstorm. So we had to run back to the car, try not to lose all four of our people, which we did lose one for a while. So whoops. But um, and find the car in pitch black and rain's coming at us from every angle. I like I it was so bad that my contacts got dry and I couldn't even see. Like my eyes were closed and I had to have people dragging me to the car. Cause I was like, guys, my contacts are folded. I'm blind. Um, are you drinking? No, I'm, I'm okay. sober. Carry, carry on. Carry on. No, I what was is, driving too. Did but, your mom not raise you right? What are you doing? You're going to a concert and you're not drinking? It's because of Farrell's. Not because I want to. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Carry on. Carry on. So, uh, we get to the, we get to the venue, we get to the car, um, we're stuck in traffic for about two hours. 
come to find out their entire parking lot flooded. So like cars in the, so we got put in like a back lot, but the car, the lot we were supposed to park in was uh, flooded so bad that cars stalled out. And then water was like at the top of their hoods. And so it's just like one of those situations where when you're trying to leave and you're stuck in a thunderstorm, you're like, this may not be the safest situation. Um, and just trying to like, yeah, face that. I had to be calm because I had to get us out of there, which was a lot for me anyway. And especially since we lost our friend for almost an hour, just disappeared. Uh, but yeah, it was just like one of those situations of like trying to keep my cool so that I didn't freak everybody else out, even though on the inside I was like screaming because I knew I don't like driving in less imperfect conditions anymore due to my history with vehicles. Um, so I was a little stressed and we were driving my grandma's car. So I, was like, I cannot, I cannot ruin this car. Um, so yeah, it was just one of those things of where I had to kind of remember where I was and what I was doing. And really, I had to really focus on like staying calm because in those situations, normally I'm wired. My breathing gets hard, but yeah, it was just chaos. My breathing gets hard. Yeah. You know, sometimes I just breathe. I just, I get a little pant. I get nervous. I, I'm an anxious person. I think we've talked about this before. You're, you're a very anxious person. Yeah. And I, and I don't get excited about really anything. No, you show no emotion right. ever, which is great. Lucky you. I wish. Right. Well, but, it, yeah, but that, that's, I think that's yeah. the lesson. Yes, yeah. you're you're sitting here now, right? Yeah, I'm fine. And it's all it's all past you, right? It's a memory. Did you wreck your grandma's car? No, only did you listen to a concert? Just a little did you did you listen Did you listen to a concert? Yeah. Did you you enjoyed a concert? You had an adventure. Yeah, it's, it's all it's adventure. It's a memory. And now I right. look back, so you can tell that memory for twenty years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why stress out about the car at well, the time? Because if you it was the car and the lives I had in the car. But if you just think forward, right? Think forward once once again. You're not going to take away my birthday, so my birthday's coming up. You're not going to take away my birthday. So so if you Mm -hmm. start thinking about not just in the moment, right? But you think about what's the effect of this long term, right? And there's really so so like when COVID hit. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're in the restaurant and we're, it, mm-hmm. it's St. Patrick's Day, September 17th. Remember, or March 17th, mm-hmm. 2020. I remember it like yesterday. And, and they come on and said, we are shutting down all dine in operations effective noon. And this is 10 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. And yeah. so, you know, all of a sudden they're, you know, we're, it may have been 11 o'clock because we're, we're open for business mm-hmm. already. And so yeah. we're open and we're serving, dining, and whatever. And everybody looks at me like, what do we do? Right. And I, and I said, well, this is really easy. Well, what do you mean this is easy? So I walked over and I took our plates and our to-go, mm-hmm. ba- or our for here baskets that we serve all the food in. Mm-hmm. And I took them off the line. And I took them back in the kitchen, put them on a table. And I went and got a bunch of nine by nine containers and styrofoam containers. And I put them in the same place. place, And I said, carry on. 
don't put it in this, right. put it in this. And when the customer orders, say, hey, I can't do that for dine-in because the governor just shut down dine-in, but we can do it for carry-out. Mm-hmm. And virtually, that was the only change we made to our operation. Yeah. Now, of course, everybody freaked out and business went to hell for about a week or two. And right. so we had to really spend a lot of time, you know, trying to figure out how do we deal with this carryout. So mm-hmm. you know, we're doing carryout business. We still let people in the thing, in, in the building. You know, they were there and some people were having fits and we had to paint lines on the damn thing to say, stay six feet away. And like, whatever, you know, just and well, the site, if I would have, we were bringing up a new POS system at that point. Or yeah. we were starting to, because that didn't even start and go live until May. So we were trying to bring the system up that would have allowed customers to order online and curbside pickup and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So it would have made our job really easy. Yeah. But instead, we did it the old-fashioned way. I, I, I sat at the bar because nobody was sitting at the bar with a phone in front of me every day at lunch, taking carryout orders and putting mm-hmm. them. You know, just putting them into the system. We did. We had the we had the toast system. We just didn't have the online order capabilities. I was going to say, I didn't Integrate. know this toast was that new. Yeah, yeah. So, so we didn't have on, we we didn't have online ordering up and live and whatever. And that was that whole mess was over with. And then we did live, but it would have been so much easier because we would have said, "Hey, go to our website, place an order, pay for it on there. When you get here, just text us. We'll bring it out to your car." Done. Mm-hmm. Well, it was much harder that way because the phone rang and rang and rang because people, you know, there was panic in grocery stores and nobody had food and da, 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 like mm-hmm. everybody does. Let's freak out first. Right. And it's mm-hmm. the freak out first. And and so I think I'm very good about avoiding freak out first. And I think in order to be successful, you, you can't be the freak out first person. Right. If a tornado that goes back to my original barbecue contest, when the tornado or the 85 mile an hour winds come through, mm-hmm. you can't freak out first. You just got to figure out how to get it done. Right. And I think if you just think that in every decision you make and avoid the freak out, because the freak out does no good. It does no good to raise your blood pressure. It does zero good. Look at look at all the times you freaked out over your life. Right. I can tell you. All the times yeah. you freaked out. And you could probably talk about all the times you freaked out this week. Yes, I could. But but does it matter? Because they all pass. It is mm-hmm. what it is, right? Yes, it is what it is. So 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 why freak out? Maybe I like high blood pressure. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't. But, but I think learning the don't freak out is, is very, very important part of the business because mm-hmm. every day there's going to be something to freak out about, right? Mm-hmm. And the choice is, do you freak out or do you right. say, oh, let's just get through this back to the, you know, we mentioned it many times about walking in the back door about three things being broke. Yeah. So this morning I walked in and they said, hey, only got two items for you, Darren. I'm like, wow, sweet, great day. I'm gonna get Let me go find something. Let me go find something else wrong. <laughs> so you wanted there to be three issues today? Well, no, I expected yeah. there to be. So oh, it's not so like I want there to be issues. 
Right. But you know what? Deep down inside of me, I kind of hope there are issues. So I go through my day like that. I kind of hope crap is broke. I kind of hope things are going wrong because you know what? It gives me an opportunity to fix something. And there's nothing more fulfilling than being able to have a problem and to fix it. I'm probably, you probably see the, the dirtiness on my shirt because I was in a you know, in a ceiling above my ceiling, ceiling tiles because our manager said, hey, direct TV doesn't work. We need a new, there's no receiver. I'm like, there's a receiver. And they're like, no, there's not. And I'm like, there's a receiver for every TV. It may just be up in the ceiling versus mounted behind the TV. So as we swapped them out, we put them down easier to reach. Mm -hmm. And so I get on the ladder and get up and take out the ceiling tiles and, hey, guess what? It had just got disconnected. I don't, so, know. I don't know. Somebody pulled on a wire or something. I don't know. Interesting. So anyway, I was able to just reconnect it, but then I rerouted yeah. it and set it all up so it was mounted below. And guess what? Everything's working because the answer is, who do we call? Who do we call? Who's our direct TV? I said, I'm your direct TV guy. What do you mean? I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> but that was, but I think there's something fulfilling about fixing shit. Mm -hmm. That is things go wrong and finding out mm -hmm. a plan. So very important. Problem All of a sudden, yeah. And, and I think you have to be, if you're going to be successful in business, you have to have that mentality. You have to be, and, and even a competition barbecue. Somebody yeah. can teach you how to cook and, and you can follow. I see it all the time. You see all these cooks that have their timelines and, okay, set my alarm for 8.15 because I have to wrap my, mm -hmm. I have to put my ribs on and do this and da, 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 da. I don't have any of that crap. You know what? Because it doesn't matter. Right? And so if something Did you ever off, though? Or have you like, have you ever, de yeah. did you start with this mindset or did you develop it? No, I think I've started with this mindset. I, I think Do this is, goes back to the transportation world. I was going to say, did that come like, from the past? I think it did. I think it came from the transportation world. But And I'm blessed to have it. I love having that. And I, I love having it. I, I love bet. teaching it now. It, just because it's like, it it answers a lot of problems. You can't, I'm like, yeah. people call up just stressed. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Take a breath. <laughs> Okay, take two breaths. Do that, man. And now, now just sit back and just do nothing for two minutes. What do you mean do nothing? Shit's broke. Whoa. No, just sit back for two minutes and figure out what are my options here. And I think you just, I had one of those moments yeah. yesterday. Are you learning? Um, I don't know. I think it just might have been a fluke, but maybe. I've had a lot of stuff go on the last couple of months, so maybe I am. But. I was freaking out about the rub situation, the rub bottle situation yesterday, and then all of a sudden I wasn't. I right. So, 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 so she, so she called me yesterday and said, "Do we inventory rub at the restaurant?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She goes, "I don't have enough rub bottles. I don't have enough rub bottles, and I need to set up. I need to set an order." And she's freaking out. I'm like, "Well, first of all, how many companies fulfill the order of rub within an here's, hour of getting it?" Okay. Okay. Here's back and to. First of all, did you find the rub bottles? First, first, did you find the rub bottles? I found, well, I found, I only had enough to fulfill half of the order because we had a bunch of rub orders. And so I was panicked. And originally, I, the bottles I even ended up using 
weren't top tier. I mean, they were still rub bottles, and it all turned out fine. But uh, I only had enough to fill out half the order, and I was freaking out a little bit because I was. The problem is, is that because of the way our system works, aka our our account, uh, when I take somebody's money, I gotta get it done like that day. We don't. We can't really let it sit. And so she I had. She would have never known. But. She would have like never known when she, that. I feel like I've been trained that way. Yeah. So, and it had been, I mean, they ordered on like Friday. So I was trying to be polite, get them their order. And yeah, I only had three rub bottles left. And I was like, this isn't enough. But then I texted you and was like, well, what do I do? And before you responded, I solved the problem. Right. Because I sat back, it took a second to think about it. You sit back and said, hmm, if I was Darren, what would he do? Well, yeah. first I'd figure out where would we have any rum bottles, right? Yeah, WWDD. What would Darren do? What would Darren do? Um, but yeah, I and I couldn't remember because the stuff we inventory and the stuff we don't inventory, sometimes I forget. So I was just like, I don't know if I can just go steal them. But I stole them. You, you, you can always steal them. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just an accounting error. Yeah. It's fine. We fix it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. But so the moral just... is when shit goes wrong, take two deep breaths, sit there for mm -hmm. two minutes and think about every single option. Think about every mm -hmm. single option. Right? Because, because there's another option and then implement it. Right? And it's yeah. going to be right. Away. And who cares if you do the wrong thing? Who cares? What are they going to do? Take away your birthday? No. I don't know. Sometimes I worry if I do the wrong thing too many times, I could like lose a job or something. I got a dog to pay for. I can't lose a job. What do you think it is that your your age, your generation makes you a freak out generation? Um, I don't know. You can research it. There's a lot of there's a lot of theories. I don't know if I believe one or the other. Um, I just, I've always just been a nervous person. So, I, personally, how, I think, how I am. I think it's because, personally, okay. I think it was when I was a kid and your bicycle was broke, you better figure out a way to fix it if you want to ride your bicycle, right? That would seem. And so, and so I think what happens is your generation, I think you've never really had to deal with that See, a little but bit. I can do it just, a different not, way. You, not, not just you, but I, I yeah. look at from oh, a generational no. standpoint. Yeah, it's, like, it's all oh, different. My dad will fix the bike. But right? see, I, some could theorize that the reason I'm anxious is because, oh, oh crap, I broke my bike. How am I going to fix it? before my parents find out, which raises the stress levels because if my parents were to find out before I had it fixed, I could get in trouble. I mean, my they're going to find, like they're gonna find out anyway. Do you yeah. think I look back at the times that we used to sneak away with our girlfriends out to my friend's cabin and whatever, and it was like, oh, we're just going camping at Wiley's house, right? We're just going out to South Fork and camping. No, we weren't. We were going to get drunk. And do you think my parents knew that? 
I'm pretty sure they knew that when they look back on it. Mm -hmm. And they probably knew that, you know what, at least they're not out roaming around town on the street corners. They're at this cabin. They're going to stay there the night. They're, well, they're safe. They're just going to go have some beers and puke and they'll be fine. Right? I'm pretty sure that's what they think. Yeah. You know, so, but the whole fix it mentality of, mm -hmm. hey, something's broke because today the mentality is, oh my God, this broke. Let's call the service company. Well, or we could just plug this piece in that came unplugged. Right? Or we could. Yeah. Trace it back to if I don't have power, do I have power at the outlet? Do I have power at the breaker? And just that whole and maybe all the stuff we learned in 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 shop. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have shop now. So what do you know about electricity? That's not true. I was in shop once. You were in shop too? Mm -hmm. So then no excuse. No. But I don't I don't normally I I mean, I call my parents, but the first Normally, yeah, but I haven't, had any, I haven't had any major issue or any non-major issues that I could solve by myself, but I haven't yeah. most of the time. It's because shit's filling up my tub or something. Well, it's like our front of the house manager today. She's like, she's like, the remote control won't work on the direct TV. It's yeah. not programmed. We can't find that one. I said, okay, first. Let's change the batteries. Does it work now? No. Okay. How do you unprogram and reprogram a remote control? Oh, hey, Mr. Google. Do, 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 do. And, and guess why? You Google it. And I said, here, Google it yourself. Tell you exactly how to do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. That's helpful. Yeah. That's fair. There, I mean, so many more resources today to fix mm -hmm. problems. Right. On the internet. I mean, hell, we, we can fix life problems. All they have to do is go to Cue the Mic podcast. Oh, my God. Right? We, we can solve all kinds of problems. I don't know if we're solving all kinds of problems. But or we're giving advice and it's yeah, free. On how Darren solves problems. On how if Darren solves problems. Disclaimer, it may or may not work. Please do not hold us fully accountable. If it does not. It'll work. <laughs> okay. It'll work. But, okay, that's enough being yeah. profound for today. Profound? Yeah, profound. You know, things like take a deep breath and, and, and just that's... think about things. Fix, think about, just think through everything. Think. It's all about, about it. overcoming adversity. And not overthinking it. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink that's it. Don't, there's, there's, trust me, there's, there's, we were talking about that this morning, just to go off to a tangent and all of a sudden the customer calls in and they want to, you know, I need 75 box lunches. And we're like, ah, 75 box lunches, how do we do that? And I'm like, well, 75 really box lunches isn't that, that's not even that many. We could do that in five yeah. minutes, right? Just do this yeah. and this and this and this and this because our system, like a lot. Is, our system is designed around yeah. calling with orders like that and when they don't fine when they do hey let's handle it so hmm. anyway don't freak out maybe you should have a don't freak out or a ww what would darren do t-shirt yeah what would darren do what would that would darren be funny do? i feel like um, my cameras or something i that's what i was just noticing your camera is about to go out so if you're watching uh, this on youtube 
that glitch is real. It's not you. Oh my god. It's very intense. But anyway, that might be a sign. Uh, we should wrap up just so we don't lose the boss. It's time to go. Yeah, don't want to lose me and yeah. I gotta go uh think of other things to solve. I need problems to solve. But you have to think of a menu for a one year old's birthday party. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. okay. My be- anyway. I work best under pressure. I'll be working on that Friday night about 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock at night so I can run to the grocery store and get it all done. Because I still have to make breakfast on Saturday for myself. And then I got to go to breakfast so I can come back and serve brunch. Wait, did you just say you got to make breakfast for yourself and then go to breakfast? No, I got to go breakfast? to breakfast. Oh. I got to go to breakfast. Oh, I was so going to say. People are showing up at 10.30. People need to show up at 10.30, but I can't be back from my own breakfast that I go out until 8.30. So i got a two-hour time frame. Right. That's what I got. Got to prep. All right. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. Chicken and waffles. In the meantime. Hey, yeah, I think that's a wrap on episode 14 of Cue the Mic. Um, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Threads. I'd like to point out that Darren's thread post last week, if you listened, um, got zero likes in a week. So the, it's all fun and games till somebody gets pregnant. Yeah. Yep, big fat zero. So I haven't been on, and I and I wouldn't know that because I haven't. I was infatuated with Threads for about a day. Sounds about and right. And then I haven't been back on there. Yeah, that seems to be kind of a common theme. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so follow us on those uh, at Q the Mic Podcast. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a like and a comment. Let us know you're here. Um, we're at like 72 or 74 subscribers. We'd like to be at a hundred. 74. Is that it? Yeah. On YouTube. Yep. We're at over a hundred followers on Instagram though. So glad to see you guys there. Um, we need thousands. Yeah. We we, need thousands. We're working on it. We're working on it. You're really, Emma, you're going to have to step up your game. I'm trying. Uh, I mean, we we don't want to have to bring in Randy Twyford. Oh geez. No, we don't. If you want to leave some uh, content ideas, we have a form in our link tree that's in our bios on all platforms. Uh, Fill it out. Let us know you guys want to hear or leave comments on the post on YouTube. Um, We're always looking for ideas. Darren and I struggle and most of the time we're very unprepared. Uh, But yeah, anyway. That's what what makes it organic and I don't know what's wrong with this camera. It's really trippy. I'm really trying to get out of here. So okay. I can stop looking at it. Okay. Well, you know how but we anyway. get out of here? We hit end and leave. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to episode 14 okay. of Cue the Mic. See you next Until week. Until next time.